All right, so I know I lost my cool there a little bit on that last episode, and you know what? I'm not sorry about it. Welcome to the show that needs a new name. I'm, of course, Kev, and let's talk about what other stupid things I have heard that involve the NBA over the last few days. This one was brought to me, well, brought to more than just me. This one uh, I discovered through a YouTube channel that I like to watch called A Funky Diabetic. He talks only NBA stuff. He's uh, I like to support the indie sports shows out there that are around. Uh, at least it's better than hearing Colin Cowherd say the same thing for four hours or having Skip Bayless make just the most nonsensical arguments. I mean, Fox Sports just has the same show on repeat for 12 hours where a few different people just argue with each other. Um, And up until Chris Carter was removed from that situation, they had the same thing. They had two people. It was just two people for, I think, four different shows. It was just two people arguing with each other with a attractive lady working as the mediator. Now, on First Things First, they have three people, um, and they still can't make up for Chris Carter not being there. He was really the only one with any mic skills on that show. But I, I digress, because this episode is not to make fun of uh, Fox Sports programming, although it, it leaves a lot to be desired and, and makes you question what one can truly buy with $32 million these days. And it's not about the indie guys on YouTube and and on podcasts such as this, which you can find on Spotify, iTunes, and SmokeBreakSports.com. No, no, no. This episode is about the dumb shit you have to hear when you choose to watch ESPN. Now, I don't pay for cable uh, except for occasionally through Hulu come basketball season or um, during the NFL, you know, you, you still got those rabbit ears, baby. You can watch you can watch most of the important games throughout the season. So I, my, my cable kind of comes and goes because it's kind of a waste of time. If there aren't live sports for me to be watching, I don't have a need for it. So I just add it on to Hulu or, you know, get Sling TV for a couple of months. And then when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. So I haven't steadily watched ESPN for a long time. I haven't listened to ESPN radio very much since Mike and Mike was off the air. I I used to listen to Golick and Wingo in the morning. Um, They really lost me when they had to get rid of guys like Ryan Rosillo um, I think I hear Will Kane is on like Fox News now. I don't know what the hell happened. So much potential there. But they want to give all of their money to Stephen A. Smith. And I get it. He's a draw. Same reason Skip Bayless is a draw. Just people like to be, I guess, really fucking annoyed when they watch sports television. They like just when blowhards talk over each other and don't provide in-depth analysis. They just want to hear... People say stuff that makes them mad, so they'll get in the comments and type out some shit about how this short-headed, bald midget guy doesn't know what he's talking about, or this crusty old dude, whatever. I, I, it's, I get it. 
kind of. But the show that has replaced uh, Mike and Mike in the morning, to some extent, this is more of a, a TV program. I don't I don't know if it's on the radio. I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking know. I I don't listen to ESPN Radio because the product continues to go downhill. You guys thought I was on a soapbox last episode, and I was. That'd be well deserved. But this shit is regular with ESPN. They are constantly talking about stuff that is not the the not sports side of sports. Uh, they have clearly taken a stand, and you know what? I don't always disagree with their stand, but I do sometimes disagree with the coverage. And sometimes I disagree with the stand. It really depends on what it is. And this particular topic, to me, was just an example of how out of touch ESPN is with the whole sports of the matter. This, to me, is the equivalent of asking Stephen A. a question about a football game, and he rattles off players that haven't played on either team for two years. Uh, If you aren't aware of that clip, you can look it up. I believe it was a Chargers-Chiefs game that he was previewing and didn't know fucking anyone on either of the teams. So don't ask him football stuff unless it's about the top four teams. He's not going to fucking know it, but he should know it because he's getting paid millions of dollars to talk about sports. I mean, shit, you, you can't just look it up on your phone before you press record. The show in question, the show that I'm about to squat over top, metaphorically speaking, is J. Will, Keyshawn, and Zubin. I don't know if that's the right order, but here I, because if they don't want to do their research, then why the fuck would I? So, the topic of discussion, and this was, uh, this is about a week old, about six days ago, they decided to have a discussion on what it would take to get Devin Booker to the New York Knicks. Devin Booker, who currently plays for the Phoenix Suns, who after five or six years of losing, are finally the two seed in the West. They're the hottest team in the NBA. And when you think about it, Playoffs aside, because they didn't make the playoffs, but when you go back to their bubble run at the end of last season, they've, as far as regular season play goes, they've been the hottest team in the league since the bubble. There have been few teams, maybe no teams, that have performed better than they have. And this was before they added Chris Paul. And since they've added Chris Paul, he is again... Uh, working the same magic that he worked in Oklahoma City last year and even got his name mentioned in the MVP race by some people, not me. That part got edited out of the last article I wrote. But anyway, so now that Devin Booker finally has the Suns back on the map where they haven't been since Steve Nash... uh, Sean Marion and Amari Stoudemire played there. Man, and Grant Hill. Don't forget about Grant. It's been damn near 20 years. It's been at least 10 years since this team has been relevant. And now that they are, ESPN wants to move their best player to New York. 
and spend a whole segment talking about why he's so attractive in New York. They weren't aware of whether or not Devin Booker was still on his rookie contract. He's not, by the way, if you, if you needed to know. And they started discussing Tibbs and uh, just what the Knicks would have to do to attract a guy like Devin Booker. They, they basically only mentioned the Suns to confirm that that was the team he was currently playing on. I, this makes no sense. Instead of spending the, the time talking about what potential pieces the Suns could go after, the Suns who absolutely should be buyers right now come the trade deadline, you've got uh, maybe they're tired. Maybe they've spent some time talking about Andre Drummond and they needed something else to talk about. But um, you could have talked about the potential for LaMarcus Aldridge. Maybe maybe he's uh, able to go to the Suns. I don't know if they're going to be on his radar. I do know that he has agreed to terms with the Spurs and won't be there anymore. Hell, if you want to talk about a quote-end-quote star player, a big name, and possibly going to New York, why don't you talk about Carl Anthony Towns, who plays for the seven-win Timberwolves? Why are you talking about a team, or the best player on a team, that is right in the thick of it? And granted, I know that come playoff time, the Suns aren't going to be, they're not going to be in the Western Conference Finals. You know, I get it. How long does this really stand to last? But it was a real bummer to me to see these guys want to spend time talking about how impressive the Knicks are being one game over five hundred and being the fourth seed in the East when that exact same record in the Western Conference would have them in 10th right now. And they want to give that team the attention over the team that's the two seed in the West that's currently above the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Warriors. But no, let's talk about New York because for the first time in 20 years, they don't suck. And they haven't sucked for the last two weeks. So, I mean, it hasn't been that long since they were several games under 500. they They've gone on a run. I will give them that. And this is just ESPN taking every chance it can to take a stab at that big market. So I get it. I know. I know how the world works. I understand that New York and L.A. are the two of the biggest sports markets in the world. And Little Phoenix is never going to be able to come up with that. But come on, ESPN. You used to be somebody. You used to be the worldwide leader in sports. Now you're just the worldwide leader in dumbass YouTube videos. Just... There's so many great things going on in the NBA that you could talk about. How slow was your news day? Did you send all the writers home? Did you not have any of your researchers handy? Hey, spend six more minutes talking about Blake Griffin. Fuck it. Talk about how Kevin Durant is uh, not only challenging LeBron for best player of the current NBA era, but now... He's, threat, he's threatening to take LeBron's GM of the decade crown away. It turns out that Kevin Durant was the one who most actively recruited Blake Griffin. So, 
We'll definitely talk about that. I have now spent more time railing on ESPN than they spent talking about this dumb shit idea that Devin Booker would go to the Knicks. And before I go, I just want to say one last thing to our dear friend Sean B., who I know will be listening at some point. Don't say I never had your back, brother. Man, I am telling you, and you're probably not expecting to hear this from me ever, but the Suns are way better off. Devin Booker going to the Knicks is absurd. This is ridiculous. Give this team its credit for once because you don't know how long they're going to be this good. So live it up. Enjoy it. Make something out of it. There's a story here. The the Knicks are on the rise. They'll get there soon enough. You just have to have a little more patience, Nick fans. I'm telling you. You're on to something. You've got a good squad. Got some good young players. Play Emmanuel quickly more. That's what you need to do. He's got the highest stats, the highest points per game at 36 minutes and anyone, any rookie in the league. It's just he's he's getting freaking 18 minutes a game. Play the man. Play the man and at some point pay the man. All right? Thank you all. I have been Kev. This has been Smoke Break Sports. We'll see you on the next one.